This episode is sponsored by Article. Article believes in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices too. Article's team of designers are about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price. They're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article's knowledgeable customer care team is there when you need them to make sure your experience is smooth and stress-free. It's really an incredible service because I am one of those people who's just lost on design. What to do, what to put in my house, where to put it, and Article really comes in handy. And great prices too. The best. Article is offering our listeners 50 bucks off your first purchase of 100 or more. To claim, visit article.com forward slash TMZ and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com forward slash TMZ for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by Ed Lewis. How are you, Ed? I'm doing great, Charlie. Fantastic, man. Thank you for joining us today. We got some good stories for you. Mia Khalifa has just been dropped by Playboy. We'll tell you why. We're going to talk about the hottest Halloween costume of the season. And it involves two very famous people of the moment. But to begin with, let's talk about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, because it seems like finally there's a bit of good news in their messy divorce. Yes. They have figured out an arrangement with the children, which was one of the biggest problems that they had, right, with their divorce. Yes, yes. And it's very long and complicated, and uh, it's going to involve both of them getting custody for several days at a time and several weeks at a time. Uh, it's it's complicated, man. Like, this is, this is tough. I, I really feel for them. Uh, we'll kind of go through it, right? So the kids will go with Sophie from October 9th through October 21st. But then on October 21st, Sophie, who, who lives across the pond, mm -hmm. uh, must return the kids back to the U.S. and they'll be with Joe through November 2nd. And then the kids will go back with Sophie until November 22nd. Basically, they just share the kids for the next off and on couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, two weeks on, two weeks off. I think it looks like Joe gets Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Sophie gets Christmas and New Year's. Well, New Year's, they're you, I know what one year old and three <laughs> years old. It's like, oh, it's a great New Year's. Uh, so, I mean, this is good news, obviously, that they've struck a deal like this, but have they struck anything more permanent? It doesn't seem that way, no, right? Yeah. I mean, this is all just kind of temporary to figure out the holidays and stuff like that. Uh, uh, there was a court filing today where where one of the lawyers, one of the attorneys in the filing said, these mediation process has been going ongoing and productive. So uh, it appears that uh, representatives for both are are at least somewhat optimistic that this is going to go uh, in, a, in a more positive direction than it had previously been going. Right. You know, obviously this was super contentious and it was pretty nasty there for a few weeks. Uh, and it seems now that they're open to it, right? And, you know, if you're figuring out Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, I mean, that's always like everybody's biggest headaches every year, right? What am I doing? Where am I totally. going to be? And if you're figuring that out, obviously, I think it's an indication that, okay, maybe they are easing their way into making a longer-term solution. Here, yeah, right? yeah. It's a good sign for sure. I just still think that it is going to be so hard for one of those two parents to say, okay, we can, you can raise the kids in your country 
and I'll get them for holidays. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like that is going to take one of them to say, keep the kids in America or take the kids to UK because they, they need to go to school somewhere. You know what I mean? They need to have a home base. So it's not like you can just do two weeks on, two weeks off forever. Uh, so that is just going to be a very hard thing to resolve because if you both want them, I don't know how you can come to any sort of compromise. How how could I, I, I there's no solution, which no. is obviously why this is taking so long and why they're mediating. I mean, we've reported that there was four days of intense mediation just to get to here, you know, so to get this two weeks on two weeks yeah, off just to get Thanksgiving Damn, Christmas hashtag. You should have taken an hour. <laughs> so I, you're right, though. I mean, how, how do you decide it? Because obviously you can't be flying back and forth from the UK to, to, to New York City every Every other week or no. every, every two weeks, every three weeks. I mean, you got school and you got classmates, you got friends and family. And totally trying to live a normal life too, right? I mean, uh, even though my parents are huge stars, like maybe I don't necessarily want to be that. And I just want to even be a school kid and play sports and, and whatever. That's... Yeah, I mean, I don't think they will decide it. I think that's why it almost has to come down to a judge or someone who's non-biased to say this is the way it's going to be. And the the reason that the judge would decide certain places because they think that the kids would be better suited, sure. you know, happier, maybe raised better. I, but how do you decide that if you've got two fit parents right. who love their kids? That, and that's perhaps why this whole mediation, I mean, I, I would imagine to be some sort of uh, a presentation uh, with attorneys and stuff like that. Like yeah. this is why my client is more suited to have the kids and I, I just get the vibe it's some sort of PowerPoint presentation. You know it's, like, it's, it's like a shark tank you know, pitch. Yeah, like a pitch, yes. Like, this is why I deserve it this way. He doesn't, and I could see how that would get nasty, right? Yes. Like, like Joe said this at one time, and Sophie said this at one time, and, you know, she's not, oh, man. I. Well, well yeah, that, that's, that's why, I mean, if I was them as well, I'd be desperate to keep it out of the court system like that and do these sort of settlement type things because as part of that pitch, you're not only pitching yourself but you're doing somewhat of a smear campaign yeah. on the other. Right. Um, and I mean, that's what we all want to see. <laughs> I mean, I want to know what was in the ring cam. I want to I know all the deep, dark secrets. But obviously, they wouldn't want that out. Yeah. And so it's in their best interest to try to figure it out together with the use of both of their lawyers. But as we say, I mean, how do you come to an agreement where... You, you, the kids are going to have an English accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, and if Joe, you're Joe, you're like, you, I'm over here, like living in America, living with me. But I, I don't, who knows who's the most suitable parent? Who knows like where the kids would be happiest? The, even the judge probably doesn't. They're just making their best guess. But someone's going to be left pretty upset. And can you fathom the resentment that you would have towards your partner or your ex-partner at this point? You know, like a... a like these are my kids and obviously when they were born I had this envision for them and this this and this and I had this this lifestyle with you and them and now here we are a couple of years later I mean what how old are they one one, and one three. three so it's only been three years and now we're like oh my god they might be raising the whole inner planet you right. know like, totally like, and I don't get a say in it like the resentment I would I would have for you as a partner I you just have to pick the right one when you know what I mean it's are so hard to it, divorces are the hardest thing especially if you know, the parents of kids are from different countries. Mm -hmm. Just that must be the hardest thing ever. So you just got to pick the right one. Have you picked yours yet, Ed? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have a girlfriend. Oh, you uh, do? Nice. Congrats. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, everybody has their ups and downs. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I, 
I couldn't imagine it though. You know, like no, I right. couldn't imagine getting in a relationship with somebody. It's always so exciting when you get in a relationship. You know what I mean? And then here we are three years later and we're arguing over where my kids are going like, to live, let alone like how they're going to raise. And you don't like, expect that at the time. No. You get swept up in the romance and the yes. this and the that. Yes. And it seems like, not to be super jaded here, but it seems like this happens with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, like a I, lot. I'm, I'm still a fairly lot. young. You know what I mean? And like, it seems like we do this on TMZ. Every day, some huge couple, some celebrity couple that we thought was this, you know, stellar superstar couple is like, yeah, we're not that anymore, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's not news if someone's still happily married. Imagine that. This couple still (laughs) happily married. That's not a story. We do that sometimes, though. Sometimes they're they're all loved up. I mean, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, we do it. Okay, because that's a new relationship. Wait till they're a few years in. I mean, I, I, we, we, I remember I've written so many stories about Tom Brady and Giselle being uh, lovey dovey on a boat. You true, know, like, true. So I, we, we, we care. And you look know? how that, look how that went. <laughs> exactly. That's my point, though. Yes. These people, like, they, they look so happy and so in love, and it always seems to end. I, 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 I don't know. What a happy note to end this segment on, Ed. <laughs> Just don't even get married. It's not going to work. I don't know. I, I, I just, how do they work? <laughs> how do they I work? I don't know. On to our next story. The number one adult film star in the world, Mia Khalifa, was just fired from Playboy, having posted very pro-Hamas content. And, I mean, this was wild what she was posting. The, the, one of her big tweets was that, um, can someone please tell the freedom fighters in Palestine to flip their phones and film horizontal? Um, and the the owner or the CEO or whatever of Playboy said basically on the spot tweeted her back you're fired um to which she replied um I'd say supporting Palestine has lost me business opportunities but I'm more angry at myself for not checking whether or not I was entering into business with Zionists yeah and she can't I, I she she released another statement that said uh uh she she doesn't want to entice or spread violence. She was saying that specifically said freedom fighters because that's what the Palestinian citizens are. So she kind of walked it back a little bit mm. after all this drama. But yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, there have been over 2,000 people have died in this. It's, it's shocking. But I mean, the fact of the matter is Mia is a, a massive adult star. Um, she was number one on all of these different sites. She's got 30 million Instagram followers still. This could be good for business unfortunately for her like you know if she like does this only fans now or if she just like she just she's obviously got a, a base of fans that really love her and are following her for ages she got famous it, to begin with because she would wear her hijab um in different movies mm. so it was very controversial but that controversy led to her fame and this controversy i mean unfortunately might lead to more fame yeah, her. and and she's super famous like everywhere, like in the sports world. Even I, I, it's been years we've been covering her in and out of in the sports world. But I remember athletes are always shooting their shots at her, and that's where kind of she kind of crosses over from wherever you want to call it, the adult film industry to yeah. the sports world. But yeah, like she is ultra famous, and so it, she, there's a big voice here, and for her to use it in this way or be perceived to be using it in this way is, yeah, yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Okay, on to our final story, the number one. Halloween costume of the year is, drumroll please, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Wow. Could never have guessed that. So yeah, I mean, 
we did this story at TMZ. Uh, we contacted, you know, various Halloween costume manufacturers, see what's selling out. And this Travis and Taylor Halloween costume is sold out and won't be restocked for like another week or so because of the, there's been so much demand. The, the thing is though, if you're going to do Travis and Taylor, what version of Travis and Taylor do you do? Uh, that's right. kind of the problem I'm having. We talked about my girlfriend. We were thinking about maybe doing Travis and Taylor. Oh, you were too? What do you do though? Do you do the the the, the paint splattered denim that Travis wore when she was in her uh, the white tank talk and, and when when their first date, basically, yes, at the Chiefs yes. game? Do you do the pop star and then Travis Kelsey in full getup, you know, like a, a Travis Kelsey jersey? Uh, what I guess what wins you a costume contest if you're going to be Travis and Taylor? I think dyeing your hair red, Ed. <laughs> you got to dye your hair red. Man, what do I what do I tell people when I come to work? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. Halloween. That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I think if you want it to be instantly recognizable, you wear Travis's uniform. I think that's. But also, is it what's the most recognizable Taylor Swift outfit ever? I mean, uh, something from her eras, like to, I mean. It's got to be that, like what the the twenty two where she's in the black hat and, yes. the, and the sunglasses and and the the shirt. Because know. that the suit that Travis wore when they first were seen together, that pale blue and white suit. Yeah, like, is it denim? It looked denim, and he had chucks on and, and yeah. like a little white tee underneath. Like that's the, kind of recognizable, but yes. like in my mind's eye right now, I can't see what Taylor was. She wearing. She was in a white tank top and a, and a red windbreaker. See, it was nothing crazy. And also, like sometimes girls like to dress up more fancier than sure. boys, and they you kind of she's just in a white tank top. I, I don't <laughs> see that happening. I, I, that, I don't know. That's been the, kind of the debate. Uh, I think everybody wants to be Travis and Taylor, but it's like, what do you do for it? I, for me personally, I think you have to go Travis in a jersey and then Taylor. I think is, the is, that, is that what think. you're doing? Uh, no, I, I'm Travis and Taylor twice. I'm gonna break some news here. Oh, uh, I have somebody in here that I'm Travis and Taylor with. Are you Travis or Taylor? Uh, it's gonna be a surprise. Ah, <laughs> but back at home, I'll, I'll be trying to tell you. Oh, when you want to man yeah. up with your girlfriend? When you want to man up with your girlfriend? I can't wait for Halloween now, Ed. Oh, you actually, you're a tall, slim I'm, man. I'm, I'm a good looking Taylor. You're going to be a very good looking. You better shave. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ed. Thank you, Charles. And we'll see you here tomorrow. Bye.